And I think to myself What a wonderful world it is time once again for Conversations with the Mayors here on 97.9 The Hill. Support for the segment comes from the Gonzalez Painters and Contractors, voted the best painters in the triangle by Indie Week and featuring a 4.9-star Google rating. Gonzalez Painters and Contractors' commitment to excellence and transformative artistry speaks volumes. Trust the experts to exceed your expectations for your next interior or exterior paint project and visit their website fgpainting.com to learn more. That is the music of James Zeta Bedford, chair of the Orange County Board of Commissioners, who joins me on the phone. James Zeta, welcome and happy Wednesday. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Happy Wednesday. It is great to have you here. No meeting last night for the Orange County Commissioners. I'm sure that was a nice surprise and and, and pleasant to experience as we're into the end of the month, but it's shaping up to be kind of a busy March. I know at least two projects that are set to be on the County Commissioner's agenda that have a little bit of overlap that I'm hoping that we can touch on. One of them is something our listeners are probably familiar with at this point. We've been talking about Wasamba, the water and sewer planning boundary uh, in Chapel Hill and at the very, very southern part of Orange County. Uh, Chapel Hill is petitioning to see if they can get that boundary extended all the way to the Chatham County line uh, for people just to be able to have potential future access to water and sewer if they so choose to build out there. And it must be approved by all of the other stakeholders, Orange County including. This is set to come before the Board of Orange County Commissioners in early March, James Etta, correct? So I'm hoping you can tell me a little bit more about how you've been planning and reading up on Wasamba. Sure. It's going to be before us uh, March 7th, and I, and I do apologize that we uh, I don't have anything to do with when the dates are or whatever, that it's actually being held at Witted it probably would, it, I know it would have been more convenient if it was at Southern Human Services. And, you know, we just scheduled a calendar out last uh, November or October. So that was just an unfortunate uh, coincidence that it's in Northern Hillsboro. It's not that far, folks. It's 20 minutes. You can get there if you want to have um, public remarks about it. And so, we've you know, we've been getting emails pro and against and considerations. And that is the, uh, I think we only have two agenda items um, for the 7th. So we'll have plenty of time. Um, to discuss it, and um, you know, uh, lots of things to consider. And Renawasa goes last; they go after us, but they happen to be um, at our our give their annual update to us last week. So there was some, I was watching; I was homesick, but um, they were peppered with a few questions and explained how later, if it's approved and they approve it, then um, the costs are recouped as as uh, customers. Uh, pay the pay to to sign on and to mm-hmm. um, you know connect con- the connection fees, which apparently are quite large. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah County commissioners don't do that much um, as far as development. It's unlike the town boards that that regularly, if not every agenda, have development. So that was interesting to us. Yeah, I I imagine it is a little different, uh, and it, it is interesting too that it's got so many of the stakeholders in this. It was interesting to follow Hillsboro. Uh, you know, they kind of were like, ah, should we talk about this off the consent agenda? Uh, it doesn't, you know, in the end, it's 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 a Chapel Hill problem. Mostly it's a Chapel Hill problem, but it is something that extends out into Orange County and and the, the rural buffer. And what, and I think mm-hmm. specifically what people want to, or what the town has been trying to, to make clear is that this is not encroaching on the rural buffer. It's not changing the right. rural buffer in any way. That is sticking around and is something that I think uh, they, they want to make very very clear it's right. just getting close to it um right uh, in fact there is a, still a piece of rural buffer in that southeast corner 
of the on the county border there. Yes. Absolutely. And then there's a, a part in the middle. It last week, uh, last year, we all had to come together, uh, Chapel Hill, Carboro, um, and uh, the county for a church that had a just a little bit of a boundary in Chatham County and pulled them into Orange County as part of that joint planning section as well. James Etta, I know that there's also going to be a project in Chapel Hill and kind of in a rural buffer zoned area that's coming up later in March 2 off of Millhouse Road. And so I, I guess kind of extending that Wasamba talk, and you'll get into this more on the 7th, I'm sure, but what is your philosophy and when the county commissioners have talked about it in the past, what is the philosophy around the rural buffer? Because it's been in place mm-hmm. for a long time. I think people are very uh, protective of it, but for folks who might have heard about it but doesn't know how it exactly functions can you walk us through what that is and what oh. your I, I know it, i know it's a deep topic but maybe maybe the better question is what's your philosophy around the My rural buffer right right and the rural buffer is different from the wasamba so um you know that's important to distinguish as well so because there are areas that that um uh, you know and then you have to have that concept of etj so we have areas that ETJs where we're expecting the town, the town has full jurisdiction for planning, for planning purposes, like like the area down 15501 South. And they're sort of expected to grow and to plan and to become part of the town. And annexation has been changed. So there, that may or may not happen as as uh, development occurs. But overall, I, I personally um, very much support having, having a rural buffer. Now, and and find that, yes, we certainly have an affordable housing crisis, but all college towns, all big towns in North Carolina and, and kind of across the nation have having affordable housing crisis, even those that don't have a rural buffer. So, but to have that trade-off and that preservation for climate action, you, you do have to be denser in your, in your housing and your development within the town um, boundaries where you are going to grow. So I personally support that. Um, and, I, and I, you know, it really hasn't been um, questioned, I guess, in the five years I've been a commissioner. So as part of our land use 2050, that that could be on the table. Um, we certainly have all the parties are agreements, you know, have uh, signed agreements on that too. Occasionally in these last five years, there have been little pieces where we have adjusted the Wasamba, the Wasamba boundary because uh, technology is just so much better now where they kind of guess or a creek has moved and now the GIS technology is better and, and sort of, well, this really should have been here and, and not that. And so I think I also agree that it's been since 2001, 1987 for some of these agreements, that it is, I think, our duty um, as we look at this, our comprehensive plan 2050 to look at to look at these boundaries and you know, do they still make sense? Is Should there be any changes and that would be a whole nother process um you know with all the signatories um but should there be any changes for you know plus or minus where as far as to move the line so that we could have water say from mebbin out uh, 40 west to do some more um, commercial development there or i think hillsborough was proposing to pull their line in because of topography right that, um so so i think we have to be flexible and, and consider um these items as they come before us, you know, individually and as a whole, both. Yeah. You know, what does it do to, for the county? We're speaking with James Etta Bedford, chair of the Orange County Commissioners. Along those lines, the Wasamba uh, resolution will be coming ahead of the commissioners during their meeting on March 7th. And then I, that other project I mentioned off of Millhouse Road, not too far from Chapel Hill, March 19th. 
More information about both of those things in those meetings can be found by heading to orangecountync.gov, the website for the Orange County government. Wanted to also talk about an upcoming event next week, March 7th. It's a public safety hiring event that the county is putting on, James Zeta. And, you know, that might not be the most thrilling thing for our listeners to hear, but I do think that public safety, law enforcement, it is a topic that our, our community is interested in and trying to figure out the best way forward regarding law enforcement and their relationship. But I mean, one thing is certain that you have to you kind of have to have people serving in those roles in order for them to evolve and figure out the way forward. And um, I'm, I'm curious to why this public safety event jumps out to you and why the, the county government really wanted to put something on getting all of these law enforcement agencies and public safety groups together. Right, because it is also, you know, Chapel Hill Police, Carborough and Hillsborough Police, along with the Sheriff's Department, um, ho- holding this event at Durham Tech in Hillsborough, the Hillsborough campus, from 5 to 8, March 7th, along with EMS. And, um, you know, we have, all of us, been struggling with firefighting as EMS and and um, public safety police sheriff's deputies with hiring and retention. We're, I think we're doing better on retention currently, and we boosted salaries. Um, but there's still a shortage, frankly, in almost every department. Um, So this one is nice because there's training there. So anybody who might be interested can also take a look at, well, okay, this is where I would take classes. This is what the training would be um, and and get to talk to some of the other officers, see if it might be a fit for them. It's a real plus. And is there any other information that folks should know about that meeting, or uh, is the county website going to cover the rest? Again, coming up on March 7th, which I believe is next right. Thursday. Uh, you don't have to sign up. You can just come out. So you yeah. don't even need to check the website. If you're interested, right, come up um, to, to Hillsborough. Uh, it's across from the hospital there at the Durham Tech campus. It's you know, just the one building, so you'll find it. It'll be marked. Excellent. Well, we have a few moments left with James Etta Bedford, Chair of the Orange County Commissioners. Any other upcoming events or things that you want to flag for our listeners this week, James Etta? Sure. On on March 5th, we are having a session in Hillsborough at DSS, which is on Mayo Street. Um, that's one of the early voting sites right next door, so that, if that helps people know where to go. If you're interested in being a foster parent, you don't have to commit, but you've thought about it maybe or you've wondered – it's from 6 to 7 p.m. We do have a shortage of foster parents, um, partly just because some people have adopted and so they're not fostering anymore, and, and partly because you know, we do have turnover in the county, and, and it's a, an opportunity. Um, you can call ahead if you, or uh, I guess email Tracy Trask, but you can also just come. It'll be fine. And, um, and then I just want to remind people uh, that if you are a low-income senior, 55-plus, we can, through our aging department, go on the website, you can sign up for an appointment and either do uh, in person, have an appointment, get your taxes done, or a virtual appointment to get your taxes done for free. So, you know, check out the website for that. And, and don't, you know, some people, I'm a tax accountant, it's like going to the dentist and they have all this fear and, and don't let that fear get in your way. You know, if you're eligible, low income, get the help. It's free. It's covered. But you've already paid the taxes for it. Yeah, go take advantage of that service. Right. Yeah, that make that service makes a lot of sense for folks to try and utilize if possible. Also, I, I regret not mentioning this earlier. We're in the final days of early voting, which means that things are busy up in up in the different Orange County voting sites, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, although I was looking today, and it's the turnout's poor, but folks, come yeah. on, you have to do better. Um, but you still have uh, now through Friday, Saturday uh, is um, let's see what Saturday's hours. I want to say it goes through the afternoon, yeah. Afternoon yeah, till so. 3. 
till three, and then after, if you don't, and the beauty of early voting is you, if you've moved, you haven't registered before, you can still register that day. And then Tuesday, March 5th is election day, but you already need to have registered to vote that day. Bring your voter ID. Yep. Well, the good news is, again, everything that we've been talking about here with Chair of the Orange County Commissioners, James Zeta Bedford, can be found by heading to the government website, orangecountync.gov. James Zeta, thank you so much for the perspective and bringing all the information, and we'll talk with you again next week. Thank you. Okay, bye.